My friend Tony has set himself a challenge. For the month of February, he'll be feeding himself for a dollar a day. This means buying only the bare minimum and growing most of what he needs from his garden. He can also trade what he grows for any little extras. It's a big challenge, and in this podcast, we'll find out how he goes. My name's Ros Percy, and I'm chatting with Tony Tang. As you probably know, I am a experimental to terrible gardener. <laughs> and so anything that I can get from someone who's actually good at gardening, I really, really appreciate. But I'm not too bad at the cooking side of things. So there's probably a few things that I'm doing that I can definitely trade in, and that includes some bread. Um, is there anything else that you're looking for at the moment? Not really looking for much in terms of of produce and uh, vegetables and and plants to grow in the backyard from from the years of of growing and collecting seed i think i've got um, most uh, things um, that i'd like to eat and and grow um, but there is a concern that I'm not going to get enough fruit in the month, as you probably know. I um, I'm a uh, I'm a pescatarian, uh, and so I have majority vegetarian diet, and occasionally I indulge in seafood. And fruit makes up probably about thirty percent of my daily intake, mm-hmm. and not being able to enjoy. A peach, a banana, an apple, an orange, and some exotic Asian fruit all in a day is probably going to, um, yes, make me miss fruit a lot. But it's part of the challenge. I've got to be creative and, and, and find ways on on how to acquire, acquire such things and see how I go. Well, I, I'm hoping to be planting some watermelon vines um, in the next week or so. So who knows if I can manage to get you some watermelon for trading once again. Um, not the greatest gardener in the world, so I can't make promises. And I'm also appreciative of anything that could be swapped for watermelon. Um, we'll see how we go. Everybody loves watermelon. So, yeah, back to the difficulty of finding fruit. Fruit. What's fruit. happening? <laughs> fruit, fruit, my uh, fruit is my biggest dilemma at the moment because I'm a fruitaholic, if you can call that. Um, let's see. So this whole process has actually made me look at things in a very different way, in different perspectives and different points of view. So my daily commute to work. Um, I've now noticed that there is a peach tree right in the middle of a very busy intersection in Castle Hill <laughs> and it's got fruit on it. And so I'm going to head down there one day, evening, night in a black hoodie top and check out where those peaches or nectarines are at and work out... Do I need to pick them now and preserve them, maybe dry them or make a, um, a jam or something like that? Or can I wait 
eight weeks and, and enjoy it then. Hmm. And do, then you, do you know if you need to head down there in a balaclava? What's, is there any legislation around this? Are you just able to pick? No, I'm use? just being silly. <laughs> It's um yeah it's it's right in the middle of a busy intersection and there's there's a bus stop literally five meters away from it so well I, I do recommend I just, washing the fruit then yeah I just don't think people care so much for it it's it's just a um, a stone fruit tree that that's in the middle of the public area and because it's a really large intersection and very little foot traffic, I don't think anybody has noticed it. Like people, thousands of people drive past it every day. They commute. They're more interested in their podcasts and you know, morning radio um, stations and you know, zoning in, zoning out, whatever. I don't think people um, care so much or, or notice such things these days. I also think that we're probably not as good as identifying the types of trees unless there is really clearly visible fruit on it. Um, I, I've told you the story of my surprise mango tree, the, the tree in our backyard that we were going fairly certain. In fact, I think you'd said when you looked at it, I'm sure that that's going to fruit in some way. And it wasn't until we, we were showing some friends around the backyard going, this is our lovely backyard in our lovely new house. Um, and looked at the lovely tree and said, this is a lovely tree, which has... That's a mango. And that was our surprise mango tree. And we wouldn't have had a clue. We would have had no idea what a mango tree looked like in terms of its leaves and the shape of the tree. And I don't think people do these days. And you know what, though? I think that's a really cool story, though. Not, I, not knowing what it is and then to find out that it's a mango tree. I love having a mango tree in the yard. I, I'm it's not sure that it's going awesome. to fruit that well this year, but the last two years it's been great. Um, it's and, awesome. And, Whoever had the garden in this house before us genuinely was a good gardener. Um, we've got a lovely passion fruit vine. We've got the mango tree. We've got about three different varieties of flowering trees. So not just flowering shrubs, but actual trees that flower. Um, it's a gorgeous garden and someone really loved it. Someone really had an eye for making sure that they chose varieties of trees and shrubs that flowered and fruited at different times in the year. And I adore that. We're so much the beneficiary of someone else's hard work. Yeah. As well as living on a dollar a day, Tony is also donating $25 a day to charity. His donations will go to Second Bite. Second Bite is a national not-for-profit organisation which rescues fresh surplus food and redistributes this to the community and vulnerable people through Australia. Their research and development team works to identify ways to end hunger and increase nutrition for the one million Australians who struggle to find food for their daily and weekly meals. If you'd like to get involved too, start by going to the Teach a Man to Grow Facebook page. There is a link to Tony's Everyday Hero page where you can donate to Second Bite as well. I've, I've got a couple of ideas um, that I'm, I'm not sure if – I'm definitely sure that I'm going to do it, but I'm not sure how far I'm going to discuss it. Yes. Um, one is gleaning. So I'm trying to get in contact or find some farms um, nearby that throw away their maybe their B-grade or C-grade produce and see if I can get a hold of some of that. So I've got a friend up in Arcadia who uh, is, is renting um, a house on, a, um, on a, an orange 
orchard. And the owners actually do nothing with all the fruit that um, is produced there. Basically, is, is left to, to fall off the tree onto the ground and just rots. So, so I, I find that really wasteful. Yes. Uh, but, but, but the owners, that they just live on a... Uh, on a um, a really big property that that used to be a farm, and that's not their purpose. So they basically leave it to waste. They don't sell it or anything like that. It just goes to waste. So I thought, well, that's a really good way of for me to get some vitamin C, for example. Maybe make some jam or marmalade or something like that. Absolutely. And if there's if it turns out that there's actually more than you can use. Um, I have people that I know who I'm sure would be interested in some of it. Yep, absolutely. I, I don't see any reason why um, such fruit should be should be wasted. I seem to have managed to make zucchini happen successfully in my garden. Um, and I have the, what else do I have? I have some strawberries and I am a master of chilies. I have so many chilies growing in my garden um, that I'm going to have to start drying them a little bit better now. <laughs> Oh, I definitely have to swap something with you for some chilies. I've um, I didn't harvest any last year because I've I've still got so many so much dry chili from the year before. But for the purpose of this challenge, I have no chili. Oh. Mm. Well, I have my old faithful chili plant, which has looked dead at le- on at least three occasions and then sprung back to life. Um, which is doing quite well at the moment, and I have another bro- another chili plant, which is a black chili plant, um, where the chilies instead of looking green as they're ripening, they look black, and then when they're ready to go, they turn red. Oh, that's spectacular! Love it. Oh. And they're really hot, really fat chilies. They're great. I've got some of that as a seedling, seedling at the moment. I think it's called. Purple flame or something like that that I've I've, I've, um, I've put down. Sounds right. Oh. Yeah, they they start off they start off purpley black and then when they're ripe they go red. Yeah. Yes, they are yeah. very very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine's still a seedling, so I, I I won't get any fruit for at least a good six months or so. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I've already figured out a few things that I'm probably going to be trading with you. So it sounds like chilies. Potentially any fruit that I can I can get from the garden. So I might have some passion fruit, um, and I might have some um, some of the strawberries, etc. Yep. Um, I know that I will be baking lots of bread, so I can trade you some bread um, made from scratch with uh, proper wheat grains or even wheat berries. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I see see what I can provide to you. So I, I think you'll do okay. I think I'll, uh, overall, I, I think I'll do okay. Like, looking at the the things that I, I can buy with my budget, I, I definitely feel like I'll, I'll be all right in in the sense of the, the products that I'll have to buy. The things that I'll grow, all the leafy, all the leafy uh, vegetables, uh, I'll be absolutely fine. But there's limited nutrition um, in in the leafy greens. It's more so the root stock vegetables that I may come up short. Everything's starting to happen, so I'll have to I'll have to look after all my seedlings very carefully. 
You will. You will. Yep. I did. I, I will miss out on cucumber this time, though. My chooks, my chooks got into the veggie, veggie patch last week, and uh, yes, promptly ruined my um, two cucumber vines. So I'm very annoyed with them at the moment. How long do we need for cucumbers? I think a good ten weeks or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any seedlings either, so I'm, I'm going to rely on my parents uh, for some cucumbers. It's it's not a major, it's not a major vegetable. Or fruit. No. Or it was just one of the things that was in the garden that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it adds to the taste and, and texture of, of salads and, and certain dishes, but it's obviously not going to be um, a, a main player in terms of, of nutrition or anything like that. So, This podcast is supported by Create Storytime. Do you and your kids enjoy reading and writing stories? Then you'll love Create Storytime. Create Storytime is an iPad and iPhone app that lets you create amazing stories with exciting and beautiful images. Choose from professional illustrations that will inspire you to make an amazing story. Keep and read your stories forever or expand them as your child's imagination grows. Create Storytime is available in the Apple App Store. Download it today.